Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store for you. It's February, which means it's Couples Month here at That Sounds Fun. That just means that we have pairs of guests instead of individuals all month long. But before we start chatting with our duo for today, I wanted to remind you that my new book, That Sounds Fun, released earlier this month, and it's a New York Times bestseller, which still blows my mind. If you could use a little more fun in your life, you can purchase it at your local bookstore, on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, at Target, or wherever you love to buy books. If you've already read it, it would mean so much if you could review and share it. Today on the show is two of my favorite people here in Nashville. Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on episode 129, if you want to go back and listen to that. She and her husband, Tim, are just super dear to me. I think the world of them, you've probably known Tim as I have for a long time as an NFL player and now an analyst. Elizabeth has been all the things from starring on Survivor to Fox and Friends to The View, and she's written a lot of books. Her newest book, Flashlight Night came out on February 2nd, a birthday twin to That Sounds Fun. And she actually joined me on Mini BFF Book Club on the 8th. You can find it saved in my IGTV where I got to read her new book, Flashlight Night. I have really enjoyed sitting down with couples this month and hearing their story. And it is very true about today. I left today's conversation so encouraged and really excited to share it with y'all. So here is that conversation with Tim and Elizabeth Hasselbeck. But thanks for being here. Hey, Annie. Okay, I don't know what I'm about to do to Tim, but I'm really excited. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be painful, but it's it not, feels... No, it's not painful. Well, I'm just... Tim's usually talk, used to talking about, like, X's and O's, meaning football, no, not I like No, I usually little. talk about other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. I told him we were talking X's and O's. I didn't get specific. Yeah, hey, thank we're going to be with Annie, and we're talking about lovey dove. Yeah, X's yeah, yeah. I like how you did that to him. <laughs> He's searching for the exit sign. Okay, first, so, congratulations. Oh, We're not holding you. that back. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not waiting for like an introduction. Yeah. We're just going to be like, woo! <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It is very fun. Congrats. The book, it, it's, yeah, it's a very New special. And we're, author. we are book birthday twins. I know. That was so special, wasn't it? It was so fun. I mean, what a Best. gift that, it, I think this is part of the special of Nashville is we got to, there were three of us that are actual real life friends that all got to release on the same day. I know. And, I it, know. and it was never anything but celebrating from every side. You know what's so funny is there were so many people that said to me, I can't tell who's, whose book. <laughs> like, because we were like cheering each other yes. so hard. Yeah. Like, we are, that, that made me the most happy to feel like, you know what, that's how it should feel like. Because yeah. this is, to me, it's like, the joy in celebrating someone else's gifts and motion and in the reality of it um, with you and Sissy was like, that was so fun. And when someone said it, I was like, that's hilarious. That's exactly (laughs) how we want it to feel. (laughs) We're like, it was like cheer on ping pong. We're like, no, you. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But you're just, you have such a gift. You really do. You really, really do. It is kind of, it is pretty indicative of Nashville though. It's one of the things that we, I think we're drawn to here is that people were creative and people were friendly. And it seemed like it was, like that was... Um, you know, a combination of those things. Yeah. It de- tell me from your seat of watching your wife release books, mm-hmm. what does that feel like as the partner? Because I'm trying to find that partner. So what does it feel <laughs> like as the partner of someone who has books launch and, and public things like that? Well, considering I am somebody that has not written a book and yes. never even, well, no, never even... <laughs> 
thinks about possibly doing that one day. But like the idea of writing a book to me seems like that'd be like saying like, could you write a song? Yeah. You know, could you write music? It's like, no, I couldn't. I wouldn't even know where to start. So when I guess it's four books now that Elizabeth has written, you know, I'm kind of just like proud and in awe yeah. a little bit yeah. because I wouldn't know even where to begin. And because I see the whole process of it, um, I know how hard it is and how much work goes into it. Yeah. Where in, in every detail. So I think because of that, you know, somebody that maybe hasn't been around the process of getting a book out into the marketplace mm-hmm. and what that all entails, you know, maybe thinks, oh, you know, you sat down on your computer, you opened a Word document, typed away, maybe took a couple of breaks and off you go. And then here's a book. <laughs> and it's, there's a, you know, there's a lot more that goes into that. Yes. And fact, I just wish we could write a notability. Like we just wish we could like scribble on it and oh, do that yes. and like have fun. But it, that's, it's interesting for you to say that and to hear it because I think you're so steady and you're so, you're, you're like a steady cheer, cheer honor. <laughs> like, Thank you for I, not calling me a cheerleader. I, I stopped there. Been a really I, rough start. I, I, I know you'd be okay. <laughs> but you are, you're so, you're a joyful support to like all these random things that I want to do. And, and even the more intentional ones is I've come into this chapter where you're like an aircraft carrier. Well, Elizabeth, <laughs> like I can just know yeah. I'm landing and then I'm like, I'm going to wow. go do this project. And he's like, I'll be right here. What do you need? And that I think is awesome because I tend to take off and try new things. Yeah, um, I typically don't, I don't, I I don't have the ideas that she has. And so I think a lot of times I'd be like, well, how would I do that? Where she doesn't worry about like, oh, hey, how would I do that? She's Uh like, yeah, you know what? Uh, Kids book, let's do it. And with the kids. And so, but kind of to your, to, you know, the point of what's it feel like on that process? I think one of the best examples was just the other day with the kids there's actually an original flashlight night that is on like a, oh, it's almost like just a few sheets of paper from like Michael's or something. And, oh, wow. you know, a hand drawn probably Were you by just our, like practicing it? Yeah, with our kids. So like with our nine-year-old nice. doing like the cover artwork and stuff. And they read through it oh, and they wow. were like, gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> like Because there are so many different you know, steps along the way yeah. to improve the writing, to mm-hmm. figure out what it would actually look like. So it's a big process. And and so I think for me, just watching it, um, yeah, I'm just I'm kind of proud and then also just impressed and awe that um, kind of the, the commitment to seeing it all the way through and uh, to such a, you know, great product at the end. Uh, Flashlight Night is so good. It is just... I mean, we got to read it for Mini BFF Book Club and hearing families respond to us, even in the moment when you and I were on, hearing them respond. Now that the book's been out for two weeks, uh, what kind of response are you getting from kids about praying? You know, I think the coolest thing is seeing their hands like in it. And yeah. like, write, I think writing in a book is fun. I always yeah. wanted to like, I grew up, my dad used to let us write on the walls. So writing in a book um, seemed like the next best thing. Your dad let uh, you write on the walls? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why? I use this Just creative. anywhere? Uh-huh. Pretty much. Pretty much. <gasps> Cooldad.com. Yeah. That's cool. pretty awesome. He's super cool. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to meet him. He's yes. super creative. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I he got like, so like... He like sketches children's museums in his head and just thinks of like fun things. So he's oh. really... There weren't like... I didn't grow up with like a box around yeah. creative thoughts yeah. or anything. So he's wildly creative. And so this just felt fun. 
And I think seeing kids just be able to write both the big and the small prayers in there, mm-hmm. like on some of the inside covers, I've seen like, can COVID end and will my candy project work out okay? Mm-hmm. Like both. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. the essence of flashlight night is having real conversation with God where you don't have to, as a big kid or a little kid, feel like you're saving your prayers for when God's not too busy because it might be too small or mm-hmm. holding out because you're afraid to ask for that really big thing because mm-hmm. you're just not sure it's going to come out that yeah, way. And yeah. so I think just that real conversation and acknowledging like, I see what you're doing, God. And then sometimes I don't, but it doesn't change who you are and that you're working mm-hmm. on it for me. So that's been the coolest thing to just see it in hands. And hearing you read it out loud actually was like, you're out of body experience because yeah. you're so, you so are gifted with kids oh, and you just get them yeah. and you just, you. you have this educator in you mm-hmm. um, for big and small kids yeah. and you really do. And so I think, I know that's just in your DNA, but hearing you read it out loud was so affirming that your voice over the words of it just felt like super, super sacred. It's really good. I love talking to kids about prayer. I just think, why not? There's no junior Holy Spirit. Let's go. You know, like totally. Y'all can <laughs> y'all can have anything we can have. <laughs> junior Holy yeah. Spirit. You know, because people are like, well, kids won't get that. I'm like, oh, why? Because they only can talk to the kid Holy Spirit. No, he's the same everywhere. Okay, so let's talk a little bit between the two of you. I mean, you said that Tim is your aircraft carrier. Yeah. And you're the one who takes off and lands. So when y'all are parenting and when you're teaching your kids about prayer, you're coming at it from two really different places. So will you talk about, I mean, Elizabeth creates Flashlight Night and does this whole thing. And then Tim has another a unique relationship with God that is probably looks different than that. Yeah, I don't know that it manifests in how we would pray for the kids or with the kids. Do you think it would? No, I think, I think your voice has such weight. I know it does in my own heart, like... I think we all, like, when you say something, we all hear it, and it just, Mm. like, sticks. It's like, okay. Whereas I have a lot of words, and some might stick, and some (laughs) might not. Um, Your words are select and intentional, and even in prayer, I I think there's something really sacred about your words over our kids, and that you just—I think they know us well enough to know, like, mommy is, like, more emotional— one way or the other, and I get, I'm pretty passionate, and your passion level is full, but it's not, it's always steady. I feel mm-hmm. like you're super steady. Thank you. I I think where it probably shows up is Elizabeth is not afraid to, like, approach the, oh, my gosh, did you just, we just went there with that. Like, I don't, you know, to, like... A teenager that is always starting to be interested in boys or a teenage or, you know, a boy that's starting to be interested in girls or, you know, maybe thinking that if there's a friend at school that's having a hard time, like Elizabeth, like it for like she notices it. And so it's on her mind. And and so when it's time to pray, it's like, oh, it's coming out mm-hmm. like it's there, there's no like, nah, you know, what uh, that might be. We don't need to bring that up in front of all of the kids right now and, and pray about that in front of everybody. I think that. She's really she's good that way. Or maybe I'm I wouldn't be as um, like attack like the some of the tougher issues so quickly with the kids. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is that an accurate thing? You're looking mm-hmm. at me. <laughs> well, I think you're you're way more thoughtful than I am in a way of like you're you are you're mindful and you're thoughtful and you're not quick to make a decision. Whereas I'm so unafraid of failure that like I will just spit it out and get it wrong. And then I'm trying to, like, mop it up after, mm. whereas – and I think sometimes that happens in parenting. Like, I feel like I can do that because I know your mind is kind of over it. Like, I think we're a great team that way where, like, I can go there and be like, was that too soon to talk about that or pray about that? And I feel that's my natural way of doing it, but I also feel comfort that, like, 
you don't um, you don't have any real like spastic moments where it kind of allows me more freedom, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I, I think a, a non-prayer example of Elizabeth being like, "We're just going for it," and it's something that wouldn't even be on my mind is um, shortly after we moved here. She basically sat the kids down and was like, all right, you guys are all sporty. We love sports. I get it. But let's choose something else too. Mm-hmm. So let, let's. Uh, it can be a pottery class, a robotics class, um, you know, art, music, you name it. Like choose something and let's do it. And I'm kind of like, oh, my gosh. Like really? Like wh- what? And our daughter who's now – and she was probably in fifth grade at the time I think. She's like, I'm going to learn how to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. And – I have to be, I'm like, I mean, I don't have a musical bone in my body. So I'm thinking <laughs> this might end horribly. Right. And sure enough, like she just took to it and enjoyed it. And anytime she had five minutes, she would be strumming along with it. And it is become kind of like a, a super comforting, fun thing for her to do. And our entire family now has benefited from it because we have a little fire pit in our backyard. And so we're, we're sitting back there. It's like, all right, I'm bringing nothing to the table here, but you can come out here with your guitar and we have a blast and, yeah. and do it with other families. So it, it's just kind of an example where Elizabeth, I, I think, kind of just because it's how they were for her or for me, it's like it doesn't mean it's going to be the same way for our kids. Like everyone's mm-hmm. going to have their kind of their own strengths and abilities, and she's willing to be like, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, but that doesn't mean I don't question that way that I am. Like sometimes I think in a relationship, I'm like, should I be more like you. I think Bob Goff is pretty instructional to us at, mm-hmm. in our own relationship. Like, you, I don't have to be more like you, and you don't have to be more like me. And I think that's a challenge that couples will face. Like, should I be more, like, steady? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like you I? gave the example of, you know, he's the balloon and Maria's the string, right? Yeah. And so um, thank you for comparing me to an aircraft carrier. <laughs> I love string. that. Do you like that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know that, I don't, I'm not sure I invented that phrase, but that's how you feel to me. Like, But I also uh, think like you launched too. Like, I don't want to undermine even your, because what you've been able to do, and I think it's so admirable, is that like, and our kids have seen it even this season of COVID, like they've seen you be resilient and figure out a new way of doing something. Mm-hmm. And it involves some sort of risk of it not working. And I think you, whether it was a team or a new team you were, you know, working with or trying to work as, was it carpentry? You worked in between Yeah, I mean, teams. I think like, that we, tried you know, everyone's always tried to right make it work. I, I do think that Elizabeth has a natural desire to, like, if an idea comes up, like, can we do it? She has a natural thing like, yeah, let's try it. Let's figure it out. Let, let, let's do it. I think I have, like, this more, like, practical side of, like, well, how would we do that? Mm. Like, I mean... You know, like we were making protein bars at one point because then we're going to do it again. They were very and, good, by the and, way. So and, I'm trying and, to bring those and, back. And we're, bring we're them back. Do it again. But like something like that, I'd be like, well, how are we going to like, we got to find someone to make them. Then you got to put yeah. them in wrappers. Like, I don't think that way. And you got to put them in wrappers. Like, I'm thinking of like everything that could possibly get in the way of it yes, working. Yes. And I'm sketching. I'm <laughs> like, let's, it, it will look yes. like this. You're like, what flavors? Yes. And he's like, what are we going to wrap them in? Like, how are we doing that? It melts when it's warm out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tell me how long y'all been married. Oh. 19 years? I don't think it's 19, but it's... 2002. Where are we? I think it's 2021. So it'll be 19 years this summer. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the kids are how old? Almost 16, mm-hmm. 13, 11. 11. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
this year's kind of weird because you forget there's like it's like a leap year like yes. really <laughs> like the real leap pole year just That's happened right. we're like wait a minute wait did we turn an age last year <laughs> what yeah. just yeah. happened yeah it's like a tesseract what is yeah. that called in the lion witch yeah, no, um uh wrinkle in time wrinkle in time there yeah. it is well done yeah you know just rolling back wow. the, yeah the high school reading That's right <laughs> middle school reading so uh, yeah, when we think about that between dating and being married, we now have like hit the point where we've been together for more than half of our yeah. years alive. Like yeah. that's, you know, we're at that point now. Hey friends, taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners, KiwiCo. I think y'all know this about me, but my grandparents owned a bookshop when I was young and I was there all the time as a kid. I have to think it played a significant role in me becoming an author. We all have memories and experiences from childhood that shaped who we are today. With a KiwiCo subscription, you and your child or mini BFF get everything needed to create unforgettable moments shipped right to your door. KiwiCo's fun and innovative crates provide engaging science and art projects for kids of all ages. The last Kiwi crate I did with one of my mini BFFs was the spin art machine that creates these incredible designs when you drop paint on the paper while it's spinning. Part of the fun was just opening the box and laying out all the pieces. We built it and wired the motor to it and put in the battery. And it was awesome to see how excited she got when it actually worked, y'all. And then we got to get creative with color combinations and glitter. You know we added glitter. She was really proud of herself by the end. And we just had the best time. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science and art and geography projects delivered to their door every month. Everything they need is inside each colorful crate so your child can get started right away. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime. KiwiCo takes exploration to new heights from sailing the solar system, harnessing a hydraulic claw, playing pinball, conducting colorful chemistry, and so much more. Encourage the kiddos in your life to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. And it's just the best to watch their confidence grow. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. So get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code that sounds fun at kiwico.com. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com. Promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Elizabeth and Tim. An interesting thing, I didn't mean to do this. This is our third year doing couples in February. We have significantly more seasoned couples in this all this year than we've ever had before. Wow. So I don't know what, maybe that's my age and all of us are just (laughs) have been married that long at this point. But also I just think there, there's really something, all of us listening, whether we're married or single, want to know that things last. We want to be a part of things that last. Yeah. So how have you made this last? How long did you date before you were married? Um, so that would be probably about five or six years. Is that okay. right? Yeah. So how do you do this? How do, how do we, for those of us who aren't married yet or have been married 10 years or two years, how do we get to almost 20? A lot of, a lot of forgiveness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, so... I believe that. You know, I think what's interesting is when we dated, I don't think that we... Like, say we dated, say it was five years that we were dating. I don't think we ever had uh, a fight. 
you know, an argument or um, like, I don't think we did when we were dating. I think our first like real kind of, you know, stressful disagreement, argument, something like that probably came when we were engaged and planning Mm. a wedding and, and, oh, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And obviously like, you know, dating, it's just different. We were younger. A lot has changed. When we look back at pictures, I mean, I had hair. I mean, there's a lot of... (laughs) (laughs) I think just kind of knowing that um, when we committed to each other, you know, in front of God, that it was for real and forever. And no matter, you know, what the disappointments or, you know, where life took us, that that wasn't going to change it. And so for us... You know, that has, there's obviously been a lot of great and amazing moments, you know, personally and professionally, having kids, you know, fortunate enough to have some pretty cool jobs, live in some pretty cool cities, experience some really, I mean, we went to the White House and and met the president and the queen and like we, 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 y'all met the queen. Yes. And so that's a whole nother story. But, but so we did that, but there's a lot lot of disappointments as well, right? Mm -hmm. Like not able to, you know, get pregnant for a while, um, getting fired from jobs, you know, getting cut from teams. I was about to say, professional athletes get fired. All You just yeah, have to, like, I mean, get I was, used to it. I think I was fired eight times by the time oh I was 30. So I think, you know, like that in good times and bad, yeah, I think there just had, there was an understanding, and I think the commitment from both of us at the time that that, that was going to be the case. And I think for me, I'm so visual and, listen, we're both, disciplined human beings. Mm -hmm. And I think taking that discipline and applying it into marriage is key too. That's really smart. Like we, the commitment level we've had in our careers or our athletics is only amplified in our marriage. It's not to say if you don't have that in those areas, like it's a discipline because it's worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a discipline to wake up and think of one another first, like get to some, Tim gets to things before I do. He's just more efficient with, you're, you're so efficient. It's like frustrating sometimes. I'm like, I was going to do that, but you did it first. And now I feel like I don't have a purpose. So, But mm. I think like the the goal, and I think God specifically gave me you. He knew that I needed specifically you and mainly because you point to him. And I think that that's, that's where our, like we, we're not perfect people, but I think we He's placed us together perfectly, and forgiveness is a big deal. Or saying sorry earlier is is a lasting strategy. Mm. And also, really, um, I think I used to kind of like hope that he would read my mind to do the thing. And now I'm just like, here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and I think being honest with that, and I'm pretty open anyway, but I do feel like in our relationship, I think we have our eyes on the goal. Like, I want to be like, wicked old and Mm. like holding your hand and eating ice cream somewhere. Like, I don't know where that is, but like, I can see that. And so the keeping our eye on that, like, I don't, I think it just keeps us on a path and we really enjoy each Mm. other. I think we've always um, enjoyed some things together, but listen, we've gone through season of either injury or surgery, or we can't Mm -hmm. do certain things. And so it's finding something new that you can enjoy together as well. Mm. And we're not like super, we don't go on like dates all the time. We probably, no, we're probably bad at that. We're probably bad at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all are allowed to be bad at things, mm-hmm. so that's fine. We, but we've also, I think we've benefited from like certain tools. Like there's things out there that are helpful, yes. you know, and so whether it was, 
you know, at times being part of like a, a couple's group or at times like we read a book called Fit to be Tied prior mm-hmm. to being married that mm-hmm. I think was was really helpful. Love and respect. Love Amazing and respect. Book. Love and respect yeah. Five love languages was um was just beat was, me on the New York Times. Was uh, <laughs> number five on number six is fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, Gary. <laughs> but that was good because I think Elizabeth and I communicate very differently. Uh, and yeah. like, like he'll turn my car on and I'm like, is that I love you? Like is that <laughs> So for me, it is. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, thanks. And so so for her being like, oh, hey, like her giving me like verbal affirmation. Which I do all the time. It's like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Does not matter. Means nothing. Doesn't matter. Wow. Like, what if you You are so handsome? (laughs) Means nothing. See what I mean? Like, nothing. Doesn't even register. No. no. Yes. Whereas, like, a words of affirmation for Elizabeth, you know, that matters. Yeah. Right? You look beautiful. Today. I mean, I'm already having a better day. You're a great. You're you're a fantastic. I can't mom. even resist. Oh, it's so sweet. You're an incredible mom. <laughs> so, do you I ever mean, go start his like, car? Crying. I <laughs> I, and that's the thing, right? It's like, what can you really have to get in the mindset of the person that you love because you want to do the thing for mm-hmm. them that makes mm-hmm. them feel loved, mm-hmm. and I think. That's what we've learned along the way. And we can fall out of that. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like we read Five Love Languages. It was the first year of our marriage. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he does like me. Like, he's just mm-hmm. showing in a different way. But since then, like, you you revert back to the way you want to receive mm-hmm. love yeah. and how you give it. And so that's just been, I think, just refreshers on that. And also, listen, having – there are times in marriage where, it, you know, we have friends who are beautifully – walking in their singleness, right? Strongly walking in their singleness, still seeking um, what God has yeah. for them. And there are days in marriage where you can still feel lonely. Mm-hmm. So it's not like marriage solves that problem across right. the board. Right. It's just a matter of locking up the enemy, whether you're single or married, to say like, no, like you're not going to convince me I'm alone. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like God is with me. And I think praying into, really praying for the person that you have not encountered yet and praying for the person that you have. Like, mm. I think praying over Tim, like if he's sleeping, praying together, I think those are some of the most intimate moments because I trust you with everything. I mean, you are, I feel so safe and protected with you. And then the intimacy comes with knowing that like you spiritually are looking out for our family and me. Like, I feel safe because you're just big and strong guy, but I feel safe because I know your heart is centered on God and you're talking to God about me because I need a lot of prayer. (laughs) Dear God, give her grace. (laughs) Dear God, make her less feisty. (laughs) Yeah, while you're sleeping, he's like, Lord, settle her down. Dear God, make her come to bed earlier. She's a night owl. Um, (laughs) But, like, we are nothing alike. Like, we're so opposite, mm-hmm. but I think I think it's good for our kids, too, to see resolve. Like, we yeah. don't have, like, we try to limit any conflict. Like, we're too old for that now. Um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I think our kids need to see, like, healthy relationships yeah. and, like, sacrificial love mm-hmm. for one another. And we tried, you know, no, everyone's trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, but there's no question, you know, part of... Part of it is like, you know, the example for your kids, you know, mm-hmm. having boys and girls, you know, having a daughter and, you know, sons. Like, yeah, I mean, there's also, I mean, that's a pretty motivating factor, I would think, yeah. for most couples. Yeah. You know, the example for your kids. 
We all three have the same pastor, Pastor Kevin. He's also pastor of the podcast. We call him pastor of the pod all the time. (laughs) But one of the things he said a couple of weeks ago that makes me think of this conversation is he said, I decided who I want to be in 30, 50 years. I want to be sitting by my wife. I want to be a grandfather and I want to be a pastor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, so I'm making decisions every day right now so that I get to do that in 50 years. Yes. And so even hearing y'all say like, yeah, I want to be old with you. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the way you treat your body, the way you treat your spirit, the way you treat your emotions, and the way you treat each other is getting you towards that. Yes. Am I reading mm-hmm. that correctly? Yeah, that's 100%. a good word by yeah. Kevin. He's amazing. Pastor Kevin is just wise to say that because I think we can get pretty caught up in the day-to-day, and all of a sudden you don't realize it. You're like way off track. Yeah. You know, like your goals need to de- derive your daily activity, and I think mm-hmm. that's what, listen, Olympians determine what they do every day based on their goal. Right, for in four years. In four or- <laughs> years. Mm-hmm. So, like, <sighs> you know, if we said, hey, we want to be, um, and we probably should do this. You know, when we moved to Nashville, I actually just found the paper. I should have brought it. We had this orange piece of paper I just had in this binder. And whenever I'm stressed out, I just make a binder. Uh-huh. I'm like, but I don't even punch the holes in the paper. I just need something <laughs> to hold. I really just make a binder to hold it. Yes. Like, now we have a plan. There's a binder. <laughs> It's a mess in there. It's not alphabetized. There's no tabs that make sense. It's just there so I can hold something. But it it had a plan. You know, we kind of outlined what our goals were um, in each category. And I think that that just even saying that out loud and writing it down, um, it's probably something we should look at once mm-hmm. in a while. Like, I just found it, and well, I was we like, did, well, where we are we? Look we did at look at it a few it. years after doing it. it. But, like, you know, you just moved. So, yeah. you know, maybe some of the kids' goals were, hey, make new friends. Yeah. Some of our goals were, you know, find a church, find – you know, they, there was things that we had that – and that was helpful because when we did look back on it, I mean, I almost feel like we had checked nearly every box yeah. on, you and know. you involved the kids. When you moved to a new city and you were setting goals, you involved mm-hmm. the kids in it too. We involve them in everything, whether they want to be involved or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, Elizabeth's very good at that, where it's um, like like something, for example, right there where it's like, oh, right, hey, we're going to move here. We're going to, you know, in some ways make it, oh, maybe they end up listening to this, but like making it seem like their idea. So yeah. when we decided that we were going to move to Nashville, it wasn't their idea. It was our idea. Mm-hmm. But Elizabeth would find a way to be like, you know, we came down here. She had worked. She had co-hosted the K-Love Awards and we were traveling around yeah. town on a tour bus. Elizabeth's like, isn't Nashville fun? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> kids are like, yeah, this is amazing. There's a TV on this tour bus. This is, would you want to like do this all the time? Yeah, we want to do this all the time. <laughs> and so it was like, guys, great idea. We should move here. Like, little did they know that, you know, we were going to be getting around town on a tour bus. But um, where'd y'all come from? Remind me what the city was right before here. I mean, New York City, basically. New York, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Elizabeth does a good job of kind of like involving them in the process, even mm-hmm. if they're not making the decision, making them feel like they're a part of the decision, but yeah. framing it in a way that would be like, yeah, that'd be great. I think parents do that a lot. I mean, I, I'm not a parent, but I have a staff. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, so, I mean, what do you guys think if we were to – and I know. I know where we're the I know where the ship is going, but I'm just inviting all of them to see the directions and to navigate it with me. Okay, Tim, for those friends of ours who are listening that, that couldn't define this easily, what is your job? Go through okay. what you do. 
So um, I watch football and talk about it. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> so um, I've worked at ESPN for over a decade now. Yeah. And so my title, I guess, is uh, you know NFL and college football analyst. So okay. I watch football and then talk about it on ESPN's platform. So basically, like most guys have a job and then watch football and talk about it, that gets to be <laughs> just my only job. Um, and so I did that after playing um, – in the NFL for seven years. Yeah. So, you know, it's weird when guys play in the NFL and careers are typically very short, mm-hmm. you know, if you walk around and you're like, well, I, I'm retired. Yeah. And, you know, and some guys are in their late 20s. I was in my early 30s at the time. It just feels weird being like, I'm retired because you're really not retired. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been doing for a while. And it's, I enjoy it. Like all jobs, you know, it, it ha- there are aspects of it that make it tricky, especially having a family, but it's definitely worked for us. And now y'all, I mean, your job is based in Connecticut. So my job is here, based right? in Connecticut or at a college football stadium somewhere. Yeah. Uh, this year, I only, so I typically would, would travel a lot for a college football game right. or to be in studio. And this year, um, I did all but two college football games from home. Oh my gosh. You were calling the game while sitting at home? Correct. <gasps> Tim Hasselbeck, you are so gifted. That is unbelievable. Well, I don't know about gifted. How <laughs> many screens did you have to have um, going? I would have, I think I have like four different screens up. Like to give you an example, Halloween fell on a Saturday yep. this year and I was calling. So my the game I was calling was at night. And so it was like, this is going to be really weird when I'm like in the <laughs> middle of calling a play. And it's like, ding dong. Yeah, it's like, oh, just going, going, going. <laughs> but um, yeah, like a lot of people, I think that, it, it was it was tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the group at ESPN, you know, the remote operations team did an amazing job, much like, you know, like churches have done yeah. of, of creating a way to kind of do church, but everyone's in their living room or in this case, you know, call a football game or be on SportsCenter and, you know, do it from your home. Yeah. Elizabeth, what do you know about Tim? The, the words will not matter to him. I just want to know. <laughs> what do you know about Tim after you, 2020 that you didn't know before, after watching him, his job changed so much? I think I I knew this about Tim because I'd seen him kind of nobly just, you know, find out he was not on a team and then switch teams and try mm-hmm. to do the next, next mm-hmm. best thing. And I saw him in a season where your career looked like it was on pause for a little bit. And then you're like, well, I'm going to learn how to – broadcast. I'm going to go to a great school and go to a broadcast boot camp in the meantime. And then I'm going to do that at the same time. And then in another in-between season, which I call the betweening folks, I always think there's a meaning mm-hmm. there. You decided to go take a hammer and build some roofs and work in basements <laughs> in carpentry. And I feel like you're willing to do whatever it takes. And I had seen that early on in our marriage. And I think what I saw in this season was our kids witnessing the goodness of your nimble heart and willingness to make a shift but not get paralyzed in this season of uncertainty um, when you had the weight of our entire family on your shoulders and the challenge of calling football games from a a room in our house. I think the kids witnessing how dedicated you were to making it work no matter what and make be nimble, I think it just surprised me in some ways – um, maybe I had forgotten because we get to be habitual beings. Mm-hmm. And like you're on the road, you're going, you're packing, you're calling game, you're getting back. And I was so knocked out by how 
and I know it wasn't easy, um, how nimble you were and how dedicated you were to doing whatever it would take to make that work um, from where we were and to not let it stop you, and also how much fun you could have in the meantime. So I think, like, Tim would have breaks, and, you know, in the beginning, it was, it was like, everyone was pretty intense about <laughs> yeah. making sure the sound was right, Trying but I think out right. toward the end of the season and middle of the season, I loved seeing how willing you were to let the kids into that world. I think, you know, Taylor would curl up next to Tim, and his position was, like, right behind Tim with his hand over his head. Mm. And Isaiah was close by, and Grace could probably identify like a play call right when you could. But it's because you were not closing them off from the work you did at home. You invited them into this career. And seeing that, like, it was such like a tenderized version of the intensity of your job. But you were able to focus through, like, the kids all around and me at talking to you like you're I got nothing else to do but answer my questions <laughs> about basketball or games well, or the easily, kids. Easily the best, you know— uh, unintended consequence of that is like being or being together yeah. right having the time together so th- there was no question that that was yeah that was just the best part of it mm-hmm. really and it didn't mean that it was easy i mean sometimes it was stressful you're like oh my gosh there's a microphone on in our mm-hmm. house like mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody know, the, be quiet <laughs> oh listen i <laughs> i had words with my neighbors where i was like hi i do a show from my house yeah so y'all have to stop this yeah right now every day from nine to ten you can't do this exactly tim can we talk football for a minute because okay. i love it so much and sure. so I'm going to ask you a couple of very direct questions. All right. Are the Falcons going to be all right? <laughs> I do think that they're going to be all right. Ever? Well, I mean, uh, yes, ever. They've got good players. They've got a, a a great coach coming from Nashville. Yeah. So I, I think they're in good hands. Do you hands. know him? I mean, not not personally super well. Like, do I know him? Yes, yeah. I know him. But super well, no. I think he'll do a great job there. Yeah. I know a lot of the guys that he's hired to be on his coaching staff. Okay, good. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Indeed. So you know this, but podcasts are small businesses. And when we're talking to business owners, we get it 100%. And when it comes to hiring, every single hire needs to fit just right. Since our team is small, one hire that doesn't quite fit would really throw a kink in our team culture. And that's why we're telling you about Indeed. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed Instant Match. They search through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly. That means your time is freed up so you can meet with and hire the best fit and fast. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts and you can pause your account at any time and you only pay for what you need. With Instant Match, you see the list of great candidates right away and Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our friends get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere, y'all. So get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Offer valid through March 31st in terms and conditions apply. And now back to finish our conversation with Tim and Elizabeth. Next question, my Georgia Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. 
do you see a national championship coming in my lifetime? Because the first one happened about, well, that's what we'd all like to think, Tim, but I was born the last time we won one, and we haven't done it since. (laughs) There's too many good players in the state of Georgia to not you know, compete at that level. I, I mean, I, see I it hear in your, you, yeah, the, but mm-hmm. you may recall that we keep <laughs> not getting a win in that big last game. Why that, is that? Well, because some other teams in that Tell conference are really, really good. Like it, it'll, it'll swing back around. One of these days. One of these days. You like Kirby Smart? I do. I think he does. You a, don't have to. We're not real no, life friends. No, I think he. I think he does a good job. I, college football is interesting in that. It really, it's the players. Mm. It's the players. Okay. Because in college football, you can create bigger mismatches because, you know, the, the, probably the most, blunt, the most blunt way to say it is like your scholarship is better than our scholarship oh, kind of thing. And so it. not to go down way deep in this, but like, like, you know, the transfer portal and things like that changes things quite a bit. And so teams that are struggling can turn around rather quickly because, what a team looks like now, especially if you think about 2020, really didn't count at all. Yeah. You know, so guys right. that would have moved on or maybe uh, needed another year to improve. It didn't count toward any of their uh, eligibility. Uh, Nobody's. Uh, it basically so was a do, it basically was a do over. It's a do over for everybody. Yeah. So like Jamie Newman, if he wanted to, yeah, could have just been like, no, he could have played and then come back again, yeah. or he could have just sat out the entire time and come back again. Obviously. That right. didn't work out that quick. But. <laughs> well, yeah, no. uh, what is going to happen at Jack State with Deion Sanders coaching? <laughs> so, like, there's an example. They will get better players than they've had before. Oh, they're going to be fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way he – are you watching him online? So I am not watching him. So one thing about Elizabeth and I is, like, Elizabeth is um, very social media active and aware I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I know this of you. I know. <laughs> I've stopped tagging him. Yeah. Even in, like, even in family photos. I'm like, why? Why do I tag you? You just don't tag back. You don't even you don't know. Tag back, he doesn't Tim. even know that I posted about you today. So I didn't. I, I, you posted your daughter playing guitar. I did. It was did beautiful. You? <laughs> see I might have I mean? to get back on to see that. It's beautiful. Um, I know. I was so glad he brought that up because that video is so sweet. Sidetrack on social media, I really feel like like when I was doing I was less happy. Wow. Like I didn't like I don't enjoy like I enjoy consuming more than I like posting for sure. sure. But I I just I and I know that I'm not the only one that feels this way. Oh, for sure. And I just you know, for me, and I'm, I know that you both have probably, yeah, I know, I know for a fact, actually, that you both have experienced this, you know, sure, there are people that are encouraging, you know, in, in those realms, but by and large, you know, if there's a, a hundred, like, way to go, you know, that sounds fun, amazing, woohoo, way to go, Annie, or Flashlight Night, Elizabeth, you're great, thanks for doing this. If there's a hundred like that, you know, the one that is, that is, you know, hey, this is terrible, you know, I don't like you, whatever they say, you know, just ruins it. And even being somebody that's, you know, the words of affirmation, I just, to me, it, it, I don't Not know why. It. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I look at Tim and I'm like, you could have so much content. Yeah, <laughs> right. <She does>. Yeah. <laughs> like you could just telestrate something every day. You could telestrate our, me with mm. the dishwasher. Like mm-hmm. it would still be funny. You're, I just think you have, you have so much he he's a natural analyst, so when he sees something, 
it's just neat to see it in that way. Yes. Like your lens is so, you have this coaching lens, so you see things in a way that's so interesting. So I'm like, gosh, I should just like produce your content for Instagram. I think that'd be great. Well, our youngest think- was our youngest was home from school a couple of weeks ago. And so we did something fun kind mm-hmm. of just because he was home and, and we were with him. And so we did the little thing kind of like prior to the Super Bowl. That Elizabeth posted on Instagram, right? Yes. And, it was like and, all your idea. And is so, funny. But we were kind of doing it together. And I enjoyed doing it. It was great. It was yeah. fun. I mean, but, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done He's now. good for I'm, the I'm, year I'm, now, I'm, right? I'm, I'm good a little bit. <laughs> a, a little bit. And, but, <laughs> How'd you feel at the end of the Super Bowl? I was a little surprised. And I wish it was a better game. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I like both teams that were in it. Mm-hmm. Like, like both quarterbacks that were in it. And. I really like Andy Reid personally, mm-hmm. and so I played for him at one point, like him okay. personally. So, you know, I would have liked to see him win another one, but, yeah. you know, he played Tom Brady. I mean, what do you do about Tom Brady? <laughs> what do we do? Do we need to be what eating tofu? What do we do about him? <laughs> yes. What yes, do we do? He doesn't eat anything, right? He uh, eats- I mean, at first, I used to think it was just unfair, and now I'm like, okay, what is it? Like, what, what do we have to do to, like, continue to win? Because even his face gets hotter. Every year. <laughs> you can't you what are you eating that makes your face hotter every day? I just I just want to know. I'm like, should we not be ordering Papa John's? Like, should we be doing other things that, that seem healthier? Might be a start. My guess is Papa John's does not have a Brady credit card like, on What file. I want to hear from Tom Brady is listen, I eat Lay's potato chips also. Uh-huh, like right. I want to know that he's like he does the normal things and can still do that because I think otherwise. I guess we're just never going to do that. But it is impressive. I just and I love seeing him with his kids. After I love I love those moments. I was super happy for the suck up family just to experience yeah, that. I they know. Were here. I love that. Yeah, I love seeing so them sweet. out there. Yeah. But I do. I I think it's I think it's fun to watch the Super Bowl with Tim because I'm trying to like just make nachos and he's got like laptops. Like I was like, what are you <laughs> guys doing for the Super Bowl? I'm like, well, it's sort oh, of yeah, like I'm not Tim. fun to watch a game with, well, especially if it's work related. Yeah. Well, he's literally like taking notes the whole time. I'm like, this is not this is not what anybody thinks we're doing yeah, on the Super Bowl, right. but it is it is great. I will say, Annie, like in this in our relationship, I think one of the things that I think about, and I don't know why this just came to mind, is that I think there's a temptation to like if you really love the guy or girl you're with, right? Like, I can easily make Tim my idol. Mm. I can easily want to, like, be everything to, like, make please him, to make him think I'm this or that. And ultimately, like, that's not what God asks of us. And, you know, he's my brother in Christ, and he I have the blessing of having this amazing husband. But, like, when I ask him to do the things that only God can do, mm. like, I just set this awesome guy up for failure. And right. so I—, I I feel like that's a thing that, like, couples can fall into when it's, like, your time alone with God only enriches your relationship. So, and then you don't require the thing of humans that Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. great God can do for you. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of identity, like, I know, (laughs) listen, the first word I should cry out when I'm having a bad day, and some most of the time it is, but oftentimes it's, hey, Tim. Like, that's the thing that comes out of my mouth. So I know that I probably, and I turn to you so often for so many things, whether it's, like, this is broken or I'm feeling this or what do we do about this? Like, hey, Tim, comes out of my mouth all day long, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot, (laughs) you know. Um, But I think a lot of that could be enriched if my discipline meant, hey, God, Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. And it would probably take some unnecessary pressure. Like, you're, you're good under pressure, and I think I want you to be there to solve a lot, but there are some things that only God can, and I have to really... I think in surrendering that, those are the best moments where I'm like, I'm not expecting him to A, solve the problem, or B, handle it like me. 
Like we handle things right. so differently right. that like having him, expecting him to feel what I'm feeling, I think that's probably one of the like, um, what are they, pitfalls or mm-hmm. minds in the field um, in a relationship. And I think we've just grown into that. And I think just having some fun together ultimately mm-hmm. keeps us, I think, as strong as we were when we first met. Mm-hmm. You know, I like you some. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that my friends and I that are not married yet can feel like a struggle is we're so used to being us mm-hmm. that that it is hard to go, well, it's okay if he's different. Because now at this point, I'm like, no, I need you to have all that worked out and be like me. Because I've worked out being like me. And then you have to go, mm-hmm. no, God still intends for the for opposites to be something for each other. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just way easier to go like, Oh, he's not these four things. Then forget it. I've done this this long by myself. I can, I'll be fine. And then you go, oh, he's going to be different. Yeah, he's going to be and different. And watch what God does too. Like even in your relationship, he's God's always working on all of his masterpieces, right? Right, right. So like he's going to make you more of you, but also ultimately to glorify him, mm-hmm. give you what you need to be the person in this specific relationship. Yeah, right. Yeah, like. Yeah. I don't think that, and that changes sometimes in different seasons. I think that, I think we've experienced that. I mean, we're pretty much who, we are who we are. We are who we created to be. But God's given us what we need in different seasons more and maybe even outside of our natural tendencies to kind of step up in our relationship at times. So so what happens in off-season? Is there off-season for you as a well, analyst? Yes, no, it's a, it's my schedule. It's definitely um, a little lighter, but they're like, for example... Tomorrow, Trevor Lawrence is having his pro day. So yeah. like I will cover Trevor Lawrence's pro day tomorrow. So to be Trevor Lawrence and get a pro day. Uh-huh. Like yeah, watch it all everyone. By and yeah. everyone will come. Um, yeah. So yeah, so there is stuff in the off season. You know, I think that we've always tried to kind of balance things out. And, and so whether I was playing and Elizabeth was on TV mm-hmm. or we're now with my schedule now where, you know, a lot of, you know, sports are great. Working in sports are great, but they happen on nights and weekends. Yeah. So, you know, the typical, oh, hey, f- Saturday night, we're going to do this with a friend. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm working. Yeah. So, you know, the, the balance of that, you know, sometimes becomes tricky. So we just try to do as many things as we can as a family when we're all available to yeah. do something as a family. Yeah. Um, speaking of TV, Elizabeth, two of our friends asked some survivor questions. Okay, let's go. So for anyone listening needs to know, Elizabeth was my very first survivor. I was such a fan of that season because of you. It was so fun. We watched in college. I mean, I remember the how we it was the only time ever that our group of friends got together to watch Survivor oh. was your season. I mean, I The second one in Australia? Yeah. The Australia wow. one. That I never was, watched the first one. So I didn't we none of us did. I don't know why we decided well, to jump in. Because I don't know that anyone really I mean, people obviously started to watch it. It was uh-huh. like, oh, and so then by the second season, like people had heard about it and so they jumped in. I think that's kind of what yeah. happened. Were you yeah. all dating at that point? We were. Okay. Um do you, are there more so words I was behind like, that? Like, oh, gosh, <laughs> it looks like it with your better face. not come back with a boyfriend. No. <laughs> 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 we we were we were dating at that time and fairly serious, mm-hmm. I would say, probably more than fairly serious. Were you playing um, somewhere? So I was still in college. So Elizabeth okay. is a grade older than me, plus okay. I redshirted. So she was actually out of college for two years while I was it, still in college. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was playing football because it happened during the fall here. And she was in Australia doing this thing and you couldn't talk about it. Yeah. So wow. it was like, hey, where's Elizabeth? I was like, ah, oh, she's 
traveling for work. And (laughs) (laughs) right. And so then she came back and we got engaged if she was back. Okay. You're like, no boyfriend on Survivor? Here we go. (laughs) Boom. We're in. Let's go. That's Um, hilarious. That's really Don't leave again. Yeah. (laughs) And so Shirley wants to know if you'd ever do Survivor again. No, Mark Burnett no. has asked. <laughs> and you're Remember? like, no, thank you. Now y'all are friends. He's like, now we're no. friends, but I'm pretty sure he was trying to kill me back then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Mark, we're good now. <laughs> Love you in Roma. But then I was so scared. No, I would never do it again. I think that that was a 23-ish thing to do when I yeah. had lots of bravery. And I think that I checked that box, Yeah, figured out what I needed to figure out there. And I think I would have a really hard time leaving. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But I love the adventure of it. Yeah, it was amazing, the stuff y'all got to do. So Aaron wants to know if you keep up with any of your castmates from Survivor. Okay, just heard from Tina Wesson this week. Uh So sweet. She was like, hey, flashlight night, loving it. And then Roger Bingham. um, We actually, I feel like we, right away, like the first, was it five years or six Mm -hmm. years, we talk all the time. Mm. And then um, life just kind of happens. Kids yeah. happen, work happen. I think when I started working on the opposite side of the clock at Fox, mm-hmm. fewer calls here and there. But we've been in touch, and I'm I'm hoping to get to Kentucky to drop him off yeah. a little present and see him. He was really, I mean, a blessing. But I mean, of a friend. you'll hear from his kids. You know, we get Christmas we get Christmas cards. cards from, so we're all still in touch. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think he he really offered such comfort to me there that I almost Mm -hmm. had a heart. It's almost like you go through a withdrawal. Like I really needed to hear his voice um, often. And then, um, you know, you get three kids later working at 2 a.m. And I don't think I was talking to anybody in fairness. I'm pretty sure. Like I was just talking to myself. (laughs) Elizabeth fished a lot with Roger. And I think like like she would enjoy that now even, right? You know what? That's a good point. I bet the kids would love that too. Mm-hmm. Good man. So you release a book. You release Flashlight Night. Five days later is the Super Bowl. Are y'all going to go on vacation now? Like, is there a vacation in the future? We we will like take a couple of trips. We okay. this weekend always rolls around, and we're like, why didn't we do anything? <laughs> <laughs> that, we did have that conversation this morning. Next year, we are doing something this weekend. I'm going to remind you both. Mm-hmm. Come like December, I'm going to be like, you guys. <laughs> It's February. always that roll of the dice here, like, and and we're headed for like the ugliest weather this yeah, weekend. We're in, like, so. a tundra. <laughs> I know this it's going to be terrible. I'm supposed to fly out Saturday morning. I'm like, maybe uh, I don't know. Oh yeah. gosh. Okay, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Uh, we need to do this more often, Tim. I got a lot very out of it. Good. It was really good. The last question we always ask for mm-hmm. you both to answer because the show is called "That Sounds Fun." What sounds fun to you? You go gesturing to each other. <laughs> My idea of fun mm-hmm. is um, is doing something outside and fun with as a family. Yeah, it, you know, and so like, I'm not like for example, like do I like to go hiking? Probably not really. But if I went on a hike with our family outside, would that be fun? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. And so you know, playing a game, doing anything like that is to me that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. One of the absolute tricks of fun is when you add people, you multiply the fun mm-hmm. almost every time. It's very rare. The one out of five things you do that's fun by yourself is good. The others get so much better. But I'm an introvert. So if you add too many people, Annie, then... Yeah, yeah I got it. I got it. Yeah, we're not going to go on a hike with Nashville. No. Which is so funny. Anytime I suggest, like, hey, let's do this. And now, like, in COVID, Tim's got, like, the pass of a lifetime because he's like... Well, I know it can't be more than 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, as I don't know if this is a compliment or not, but my experience of you every time we talk is I feel like you're very outgoing with me. So I don't know if you give me a pass or you're no, just being if, kind, if, but if, I um, love getting to talk to if you. You're in a, if you're in the circle, if you're a circle of trust, okay, if you're a friend. Um, yeah, I like 
my idea of like, ah, I don't like that would be like a concert. Yeah. No. Like, and so people are like, well, that's weird. You played football in front of the stadium. Like, yeah, but they were away. Like, you know, oh, yeah. So, a concert, um, everyone's close to you. Yeah. That, whereas Elizabeth, it's like the more the merrier. Like, <laughs> hey, let's go. Like, we, we. <laughs> yeah, right. So that sounds fun to it. me. Yeah, what sounds it's fun to more you? like no masks, everybody we love in the backyard together, and then some family time the next day. Like, I like to go big and then get in small with yeah. the nucleus. But I do yeah. think, yeah, I just, I, I think what sounds fun to me is, the release of like gathering a bunch of the kids' friends without having to limit everything yeah. sounds fun to me yeah. for them um, and our closest friends all together. I feel like mm-hmm. this has been like, okay, we can do this little pod and then we can get together with this tiny pod or not at all. Yeah. So I think what sounds fun to me is um, not giving up the times that we've had together as our family because I feel like we've become like best mm-hmm. friends, all of us, like super yeah. best friends. But being able to do something like big with a lot of smiles and a lot of people without having to feel like, all this year is kind of hanging in the mix if you violate Mm -hmm. numbers or Mm -hmm. put anybody at risk for health. So we've been really compliant. And I think what sounds fun to me is just having like, we're going to have so many people in our backyard. <laughs> this is over. Like, You're like, everybody. by the way, when COVID is, hey, brother. Everybody's coming. It's getting no. wild at the Hasselbeck like, house. like, well, we don't have enough bathrooms to have everybody. I'm like, well, then let's just get a trailer and then put up more bathrooms. Let's just all One of those fancy, bougie uh, like, Yeah, bathrooms. like just get a bougie bathroom in the yeah. driveway. Like, let's yeah. not solve this by reducing. And we've had one of those in our driveway <laughs> in the last year. Okay. To me, that solves the I problem. I respect it. Yeah. That sounds fun They're to very me. very nice. Some of those floorings are nicer than what I have in my actual bathroom. If I can I like have more that. people. Yeah. And that solves a problem. That yep. sounds fun. That's right. Well done. Um, y'all, thanks for doing this today. I appreciate it. We just it. love it. You do. Wow. Thanks I, for having I'm us. Thankful. Friends, aren't they just the best? Oh my gosh. I adore them. I adore them. So be sure that you're following Elizabeth and, you know, Tim, if you want to, though he will not post. So you can tell them thank you for being on the show today. And don't forget to grab a copy of Elizabeth's super sweet and really important new kids book, Flashlight Night, the one we read at Mini BFF Book Club last Monday. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I'm Annie F. Downs, T-S-F, like that sounds fun, on YouTube. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you back here on Monday with another amazing couple, Mac and Meredith Brock. See you guys on Monday.